Hi, I'm Alex Bellinger and this is Small Biz Pod on Wednesday the 2nd of April. Well, coming up in today's show, I've got a really good interview with David Way, who is chief executive of Alibaba.com, the most successful public flotation of an internet company on any stock exchange globally since Google. So definitely worth listening to this one. And what's more, Alibaba.com service, for those of you who don't know, is in essence a, uh, it's a trading exchange for uh, small and medium-sized businesses trading in uh, in goods out of China and indeed for those uh, trading goods within tri- China. So fascinating business model, a fascinating e-commerce marketplace and one of the major global brands on the internet. But before uh, we go on to talk to David Way, let me first of all say, uh, for those of you who haven't yet noticed, do check out bizpodtv.com. That's B-I-Z-P-O-D dot uh, bizpodtv.com. So yeah, all one word, bizpodtv. And uh, it's a new project that we're working on. It's kind of uh, short, sharp, entertaining interviews and startup news for the YouTube generation, never more than... uh, Well, seven minutes. We're trying to keep it to five, but it creeps over. But uh, uh, subscribe on uh, on iTunes or take a look on YouTube. BizPodTV.com is the site. Um, I think you'll enjoy it, and it complements what uh, I do here on Small Biz Pod very nicely. And we're definitely working with some really great guys on that project. So uh, it's looking good. Uh, Do send me your feedback as ever on Small Biz Pod itself or, or on the new project bizpodtv.com. And then finally, before interviewing David, let's just say a big thank you to Sage, who are coming towards the end of their sponsorship. Um, it's been a real pleasure to have them on board. Sage, as you know, are one of the biggest uh, suppliers of accounting, CRM, e-commerce uh, and business solution software. Um, most well-known, I guess, in, in the small and medium-sized field for their excellent accounting packages. But uh, they also cover uh, a whole range of, uh, of other other uh, products, as I said, CRM, uh, and they provide training and advice on Excel and on health and safety and, and a wide range of uh, business areas that are of interest to startups and the, the SME sector. So thanks very much for Sage. Do go and check Sage's site out to find out more click on the link in the uh, on the homepage of small biz pod okay without further ado let's get straight into that interview okay so um it's a great pleasure to be with um david way today who is the ceo of alibaba.com um and alibaba.com has had a, a quite remarkable history um it it's most recent um, startling transition has been to uh, be the uh, most significant internet IPO uh, to launch on a stock market since Google, um, valued at 1.5 billion, I think, uh, or the the IPO raised 1.5 billion, and within within a day was was somewhere near 26 billion. Um, so, uh, incredible business, and a business that is very much aimed at smaller businesses, connecting smaller businesses. It is an online trading exchange. David, just for, for listeners who may not have come across Alibaba, what's your kind of elevator pitch to, to them for Alibaba? Alibaba.com is world's largest business-to-business trading platform. 
and we have over 4.4 million global uh, members and 23 additional members based in China. Uh, we offer very low entry barrier to any small business. Most of them can start a free trial by using Alibaba, and most some of them become millionaire by using Alibaba. If we become a billion company, that's rely on millions of millionaires we created. And uh, of course, part of the the success has been um, part of China's recent success. It's the opening up of the nation. It's the it, 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 your um, founders and your your uh, very smart, uh, astute observation that there is a that the, the like in many countries, like in the UK, the largest number of businesses in China are actually small or SMEs, small to medium sized enterprises. Um, and you're accessing those. How have Chinese small businesses responded to uh, this new internet landscape? Uh, only eight years ago, we are a typical small, even not medium business. I think most of the audience today are richer than we were eight mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we started, we have uh, 30,000 pounds uh, for our operation capital. Uh, we have only uh, 18 uh, people. Uh, which is very similar to most small and medium businesses in China. So we know exactly what small and medium businesses want. So no fancy stuff, no expensive stuff. Uh, they need to see the result. Uh, you should give them free trial uh, before uh, thinking to get any penny out of the pocket because they are small and they are not necessarily they are mean, but they are very cost uh, uh, cautious, I would mm. say. Mm. So small and medium businesses in China uh, love anything free to start with. And mm-hmm. Alibaba offer free trial. Yeah. Uh, secondly, uh, in comparison to traditional media, to market a small and medium business products or service uh, can be very expensive, but internet e-commerce, zero cost or minimal cost. For example, even being a paying member of Alibaba for UK members, one pound one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one pound one day, every day, they can make 100,000 pounds orders. So that's a very good return on one pound investment a day. And uh, clearly, it, it, it's about facilitating markets and trade, in essence. I mean, it's going back to the, in, in some respects, it's going back to those early days of, of trade with China when, um, you know, uh, Marco Polo almost. There's a kind of, a, there's a kind of, um, Resurgence of that of those of those trading routes at a, at a smaller level, thanks to the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, how do how do you um, identify or ensure that the the, the quality um, of your traders is, meets your criteria? And do indeed do you, what kind of criteria do you have in terms of the quality of goods and services and products that are traded on Alibaba.com? Uh, there are three ways to uh, improve and ensure uh, the quality of the supplies with their products. First, every paying customer needs to go through an authentication and a verification process by a third party engaged by Alibaba.com. So making sure uh, it's a real company. Secondly, on Alibaba trading platform, there are a number of uh, service providers who are providing factory audit quality assurance services. So uh, for the virtual buyer and seller, they can engage that third party to go through that process on their behalf. Number three, uh, which is also very important, is the member cross-rating system. Mm -hmm. So 
due to the high volume of our transactions online and the millions and millions of members, nobody wants to enjoy a very bad rating mm. Uh, mm. about their service or their uh, quality of their products, etc. So everybody really care their online credit records, yeah. and this will kill those bad suppliers or bad buyers out of the market. Now, it's an interesting thing, this, uh, this rating issue. Um, eBay uh, recently changed the way their, uh, their rating system work and, uh, works, and, and for sellers it created, there was a, there'd been a, a, quite a big storm. I mean, uh, and I suspect that the, one of the reasons they altered the way that their system is rated is because there were concerns that it perhaps might be, to use the phrase, gamed. How, uh, how, that, no, no, that's a very difficult issue. I mean, you know, Amazon face it in terms of phony book, book reviews and so on and so forth. How, how do you deal with that kind of issue? We don't just simply display the comments from buyer side or seller side. We create uh, an Alibaba credit index. Mm-hmm. So which means by different industry, uh, the, the way we put such index can be different. And we understand as a business-to-business trade, some unhappy customer may make some unrealistic comments and based on our knowledge we index it which shows the top 25% the top 50% top 70% uh, of the buyers or sellers rather than just showing the comment okay. itself mm-hmm. oh, no, that makes sense that's interesting okay now um, your your founder and chairman I think Jack Ma um, is has one or two aph- business aphorisms that are already out there in the in in the world and one of one of which was um, we had uh, we had um, no we had no money we had no technology and we had no plan. He's, he's famously quoted as saying. Um, now, clearly, as an entrepreneur, um, you, you know your planning is is one thing. Um, you know, it's execution that's important. And clearly, there was the execution of the idea at the early stage was important. Now, Alibaba.com now has this massive valuation, twenty six billion. It presumably isn't. Um, short of a few a few bob, as we'd say in the UK, um, to build and grow its business. How do you make sure that that um, original ethos in terms of spending every dollar very carefully, which is where the quote went on in the next sentence, how do you how do you approach that from from your level when all of a sudden this this business that was once a, a entrepreneurial becomes touted as the next Google? Uh, I love the three statements from Jack Ma regarding uh, no money, no technology, and no plan. Uh, let's see what happens if you have all the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got great technology, and then lots of SMEs uh, are not a, a technology guru. Uh, so neither Jack nor myself coming from an IT engineer background. So we become the testing users. Mm-hmm. If things mm-hmm. like Jack he cannot use, I cannot use, then we believe uh, most SME users won't like it. Mm. So mm. we believe we are a service company, not an internet or technology company first. So service is more mm. important than mm. technology. So that's why we say no technology. Secondly, why we say mm, we have no plan. Uh, that means uh, in such a volatile world, not just our internet, mm. every business is so volatile, mm. Uh, no plan means you don't just stupid follow a plan. Mm. Uh, we do have plan, but we are very open uh, to change. One of our six core values is embracing changes. Uh, number three, no money. We say money makes people uh, stupid. 
uh, even we are relatively uh, rich in terms of our cash uh, reserve, we have the business now got 20 billion RMB cash reserve and know that. Mm. But whenever we start an innovative project, we give them zero budget or very, very tight budget. The money belongs to the company, not belonging to every individual department or division or a project. We still keep Jack's apartment which is a two-bedroom apartment where we started. Mm. So every new innovative project needs to start in his apartment. Mm. Not necessarily say we can't <laughs> afford an office, no, no, but we no. want them to feel yeah. this is how you should start a great business. And then this kind of culture will be inherited uh, to maintain a low-cost innovation business. So it, it's, a, it's a way uh, what is now becoming a corporation maintains that original entrepreneurial essence. I fully agree. Uh, uh, the corporate structures give uh, investors strong confidence regarding our corporate governance, our management, but not necessarily we need to have all the big company disease mm. uh, bureaucratic, uh, very fancy structure, mm. uh, dotted dotted reporting lines. <laughs> yeah. We keep the business uh, really, really simple. Yeah. Jack's also quoted as saying, it's un- in appointing you, it was very, you're an unusual, an unusual character in that you, you have this kind of management background, very honed ma- you know, corporate management skills, but still have the, the, the spirit of an entrepreneur. Uh, sorry, the, the, the spirit of the internet. Where did you get that internet spirit from? Uh, the entrepreneurship actually is coming from my previous uh, jobs. Uh, even when I was working for uh, British Business BNQ, uh, uh, being the president to run their Chinese operations, but it's a one-star operation since I joined. So I appreciate BNQ giving great autonomy to let the local management enjoy such entrepreneurship. So entrepreneurship is probably coming from that end. Mm. And then the internet is how internet shocks me. Uh, when I was working for BNQ, a traditional retailer, mm. people said the winning formula in the 21st century is uh, Malta plus mouse. So mm. BNQ is really a Malta business now. It's a mouse business. In 2003, uh, BNQ started to use Alibaba.com for better sourcing. Uh, what surprised us uh, is some offer uh, from Alibaba uh, is even cheaper than what we can buy in very big volume. And then this is the first time I don't believe big companies. Because BNQ is big, sometimes we cannot take uh, the great opportunity. The opportunity may be too small for mm-hmm. BNQ. Mm-hmm. And we found uh, one example, uh, some very good ceramic uh, uh, toilets, mm-hmm. uh, very great, great price. Uh, because we, we are big, we have to buy, we have a minimum order, mm-hmm. and that order is too small. So that opportunity goes to another uh, very small British business. And that business definitely using that product to fight against BNQ in the, mm. in the home country. Mm. So this kind of thing never happened before internet, before e-commerce. Globalization is the word for BNQ. Globalization is a bad word for small and medium business because the big company can use globalization to set up their global reach to take benefits from the low cost manufacturing countries. But small and mediums get squeezed. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, life is different. world is flat. And mm-hmm. small and mediums can also leverage the internet, leverage e-commerce to get opportunities. Those long-tail opportunities normally yeah. will be missed by big companies. So 
I completely uh, changed my mind. Instead of working for a big company, serving for a big company, we believe the small and medium business are the future for the world. Indeed, I mean the, uh, the sort of the federated states of global small business dwarf uh, any any massive brand, um, any massive corporation. Um, uh, there's also an interesting uh, there's a there's a famous um, blogger and cartoonist called Hugh McLeod who talks uh, regularly about the global micro brand, mm-hmm. which is in essence the is in essence these smaller businesses who suddenly can create thanks to the internet um, reach which they didn't have before whole new set of customers which they didn't have before and indeed a brand which they didn't have before there's no reason why uh, a, a 10-man company in um, Shanghai couldn't ha- couldn't have a, a brand as recognizable as HSBC in these 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 days um, how do you see the alibaba.com brand evolving first to have a good name alibaba.com the, the spelling in all kinds of language are the same Mm. And we start with letter A for every ranking we normally set up <laughs> top three. Uh, so Alibaba.com is open sesame about access to the uh, fortune, treasure, so it's a great name. And we don't want Alibaba to be a name so far away from our small and medium business users. So we want them to feel very friendly, uh, user-friendly name, which day-to-day helping them, even without meeting us, but helping them, uh, uh, solve their issues, mm-hmm. uh, be their partner. We're also the representative for uh, small and medium business. If they have a problem, we have a problem. So our mission is to make it easy to do business everywhere for small and medium businesses. Now, um, China, with the uh, Olympics coming up, um, has there's been a, some focus on pollution, mm-hmm. and pollution and, and Kyoto is a big uh, a big story, a big issue for the world, and, and one that all nations are having to grapple with. Now, um, the, uh, a standard thinking is that, well, you know, China is, is uh, and, and statistics demonstrate that China has poor pollution records compared to nations such as the UK. And yet, we're in essence importing Chinese goods, thanks to things, thanks to Alibaba.com, and to all intents and purposes, exporting our pollution because we're not manufacturing as much anymore, and, uh, and it's not just China, I mean India, the, the manufacturing centers of the globe have shifted and pollution, we've kind of, the West has kind of exported pollution. How do you see um, your responsibility at Alibaba.com in, in, in playing a role within China as, as, as clearly one of China's most successful businesses um, in that thorny debate? Alibaba.com and e-commerce cannot solve all the uh, pollution issues. Mm. But for example, lots of pollution in China is coming from empty vehicles on the road. Guess how many of them every day? More than 60% of the vehicles in China are actually empty. Mm. So the consumption of gas and create pollution. But Alibaba can provide a platform to make logistics easy, to making sure the redundant our redundancy of the uh, uh, logistic capacity can be fully used. Mm-hmm. Also, lots of produ- pollution is coming from the unnecessary production of products, which mm. they can never be sold. Mm. So, based on internet, lots of small and medium businesses actually only manufacture to their order, to their demand, okay. significantly reduce the inventory. Mm-hmm. It's not just reducing the business risk, it's also reducing uh, the mm. pollution cost by mass unnecessary production. Mm. 
on our website, we always promote environmental uh, protection uh, products, and uh, within the business, uh, uh, our we try to encourage people to really uh, behave in a paperless world, mm. and to mm. our uh, suppliers, we coach them that the business can be done. One hundred percent paperless. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. these little may not change the whole world, may not change the whole China, but these little things, Alibaba.com can help. Yeah. And now, finally, just to to to, to round off, um, I know that one of the the key the key reasons why Alibaba has been so successful is that it truly understands, as one would expect, the Chinese market, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, and your own personal uh, management success with B and Q was based around the fact that you understood the Chinese market mm-hmm. at a time when B and Q perhaps didn't within China, mm-hmm. um, and you brought them um, great success as a result. What advice would you give to British businesses wanting to trade with China? Mm-hmm. Um, how do they how do they do that successfully? What cultural issues should they be aware of? Uh, be brave, mm-hmm. uh, be patient, mm-hmm. uh, and be smart. Uh, I think the Chinese people, uh, Japanese people, uh, are no huge difference to uh, people uh, in the UK in other European uh, countries. Always we say B two B is back to basic. Mm-hmm. Back to the basic uh, human being nature. Back mm-hmm. to the basic tradesman's nature. Mm. Uh, just be brave, patient, smart, and that's my advice. David Way, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, uh, an engrossing interview there with uh, with David Way. I mean, China, the internet, small business. It's a, a fascinating combination, and. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that interview. Uh, apologies at the end there. There was a we were in Docklands and there appeared to be some kind of uh, demolition work going on just uh, outside the offices where we were we were sitting. So at the end of that interview, you can hear a, a crane or something or a demolition ball building new shiny office blocks in Docklands. But there you are. Uh, I'm sure that wouldn't have spoiled the end of the interview for you. But uh, yeah, uh, really enjoyed that. Um, I hope you did too. Check out alibaba.com. Interesting site. Okay, now on to feedback from uh, listeners. I haven't done this for a little while. So there's a few uh, people who've written over the last uh, few weeks or so. Um, and I uh, just wanted to say a big shout out to Carl Barton, uh, the Small Biz Pod's roving reporter. For those long standing, diehard listeners of Small Biz Pod, you'll remember that if you wanted to put together a small package, uh, as we say in the trade, I'm beginning to sound like mainstream media now. If you wanted to put together uh, a small item for the show, an interview with an entrepreneur, or uh, record something, uh, your thoughts or your opinion uh, on a topic that we've covered, and then please do submit it. Um, I can't guarantee that they'll all get played, but if you've you've got an interesting piece of audio that you'd like to send through. Um, then please do send it to alex at smallbizpod.co.uk. One of the first people to do that was Carl Barton, and he's been back in touch, and he's got a, a little uh, interview in the works, so we'll look forward to hearing that in due course. Uh, other than that, uh, I had an email from uh, Ume Azioki in uh, Nigeria, uh, Nigeria, another African listener, who says, well done on the podcast, really helped give um, an insight into some really useful topics for me. Uh, he goes on to talk about how he's uh, recently uh, left his job and is now focusing 
on the renew renewable energy sector uh, in Nigeria and specifically on um, on uh, solar panels, uh, but has concerns about how they become a sort of commoditized product and is looking for advice from listeners or indeed from uh, perhaps an expert on a future show on whether uh, or how you can really give yourself an edge when you're in a low-budget startup aiming at high growth in a commoditized market. Uh, standing out from the crowd is a, is a big thing and a difficult thing. Um, and we've covered it in some ways in various marketing conversations with marketing experts. Uh, check out um, one or two of the previous shows. If you click on the marketing category, uh, there are some good ones there. Um, but uh, it's an interesting topic and one that I'll have a ponder on. And if I can find some interesting people to talk on that topic, I will do. So there you are. Um, I hope that is useful for the time being. Um, and then a big thank you to the Frapper map, where you can stick your pin in a map to show everybody where you are if you're a listener. Uh, it still attracts people. And thank you very much to... Um, Shinga Yim, who says, Hi Alex, love your podcast, and I find them very inspiring, so thanks for that. Um, and thank you to, to uh, Natalie Touze in France, who says she's just discovered uh, the podcast and is working the way through and enjoys the quality and insights for small business. Uh, thanks all very much for that. I'm not averse to negative feedback as well. If you remember, quite a few people criticised my umming and erring, and uh, I think I've done a bit better with that recently. But honestly, uh, constructive feedback is in many ways more important than... I mean, constructive negative feedback is in many ways more important than the plaudits. So if you have any thoughts, um, that's great. Please send those through. If you have any ideas about who you would like to see in a future episode of podcast of the podcast by way of interviewee, then uh, let me know, alex at smallbizpod.co.uk. Uh, other than that, again, if you want to uh, contribute, you can do so by just, I mean, join the Facebook group. That's uh, a good way of starting a, a conversation with me and others, other listeners. Or you can simply... Uh, Leave a voice message even if you just telephone uh, Small Biz Pod or Skype Small Biz Pod uh, on the uh, numbers on the site. Then uh, you can do that, www.smallbizpod.co.uk. There's a number for the UK and the US and a Skype number. So you can always uh, voice your opinions on any particular topic on the show if you wish. I really enjoy audio comments, as everybody knows. So if you, if you fancy doing that, if you're brave enough... Please send one in. Other than that, as if that isn't all enough by way of keeping in touch with me, uh, I, as an inveterate, as I've said in the recent show, an inveterate Web 2.0 social media butterfly, and I'm one of these days I will settle, I've no doubt. Uh, but at the moment, um, my new uh, passion uh, for communication is Twitter. Uh, Twitter's a very difficult thing to get your head around. It's a bit like portable web-based and phone-based SMS texting so you can update people on what you're up to in 140 words. It's actually really fascinating. Uh, an incredible kind of almost like a, a people-centered news network and link pointer outer and curiosity shop. It's uh, very interesting. I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm simply on as Alex Bellinger. So do search me out uh, follow me, which is the terminology, terminology if you're at all interested in anything that I'm doing. 
Uh, and uh, I'm sure I'll follow you too. There's already one or two Small Biz Pod listeners on there. So twitter.com, check it out. I think it has huge potential. And it'd be really nice to see some Small Biz Pod listeners experimenting with it too. Because I'd like to hear, to see more entrepreneurs involved in the Twitter space who aren't just uh, the sort of technology side of things. So that would be uh, really interesting. Okay, that's it for another show. The second show in little more than three or four days. Incredible, I know. And that just leaves me to uh, introduce this week's music, or this episode's music, uh, which is a track called Happiness by an artist, or two artists, well, one or two artists, Levens versus Akala, again a track from Iota Promonet. So thanks to them. And uh, check out bizpodtv.com. Thanks. <laughs>